Yes, 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 yes. Welcome to another interesting episode of All Things Basketball Podcast. I'm your host, of course, Coach Luke. How's everybody doing out there in basketball land tonight? Well, I hope you're doing fine because I'm doing fine. And I tell you what, it's TGIF, the start of the weekend. Man, it's hot out there. And I hope you all are enjoying the weather. Let's get into episode 27. The name of episode 27 is Summer League. The name of episode 27 is Summer League. All right. But before we get into the name, before we get into episode 27, excuse me, you know what we got to do, people. Tap in. Tap in to All Things Basketball Podcast on Instagram. Follow me and I'm going to follow you. Tap into All Things Basketball Podcast on Facebook. And if you need good training, you know what to do. Hit that email button, leave your information, and I'll get right back to you. Download, share, like, download. Come on, people, All Things Basketball Podcast is for you. Let's go. Well, all right. We got a very interesting episode tonight. All right. And the name of the episode is Summer League. Okay. Well, we're getting ready to get into... One, Mr. KD, Kevin Durant, all right? And the question was posed to Coach Luke earlier today about Kevin Durant, and this is the question that was posed to me. Will winning with the the um, Brooklyn Nets, winning the championship with the Brooklyn Nets, will that be bigger for KD than winning the championship with the New York Knicks? Very interesting question. Very interesting question. As you all know, Coach Luke is a big, 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 big New York Knicks fan. All right? But in this business, you have to be completely unbiased to a situation, and I'm going to be as unbiased as possible with this situation. I'm just going to speak the truth. It would be much bigger if he won with the New York Knicks as opposed to the Brooklyn Nets. Now, I will tell you this. Anytime you win an NBA championship, it's big. And it doesn't matter what team you're on, all right? But right now, we're just talking about two particular teams in the same area, all right? Now, as you know, the way that it is in New York is that the Brooklyn Nets are somewhat little brother and the New York Knicks are big brother. And a lot of people and a lot of publications were saying, hey, the Knicks lost to their little brother. Well, they're exactly right. Because you have to remember one thing about the New York Knicks. Love them or hate them, they're one of the original six teams that started the National Basketball Association. The New York Knicks are one of the original six teams that started the National Basketball Association. Where on the other hand, the the Brooklyn Nets were called the New York Nets at one time, and they played at the Nassau Coliseum out here in LA. LA, you gotta pull. So they were the New York Nets, and the Knicks are the New York Knicks, of course. Now the New York Nets played in a defunct league called the ABA, the American Basketball Association, and I'm gonna tell you what. The ABA at one point had much better basketball players than the NBA, all right? They had a lot of great players in the ABA, all right? But somehow the ABA defunct and there were six teams left from the ABA and they were moved in or bought in by the NBA to continue 
their their franchises and the and the um New York Nets who are now the Brooklyn Nets were one of them. So you have to remember that the New York Knicks was one of the original teams in the NBA that started the NBA. And so it's all about history, people. It's all about history, okay? Now, of course, the the um New York Nets went from Long Island and they moved to New Jersey. And they were later called the New Jersey Nets. And about 10 years ago, and about 10 years ago, they moved to Brooklyn, all right? And now they're the Brooklyn Nets, all right? So they haven't always been in 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 the uh, New York area like the Knicks have. The Knicks have been a staple in the New York area for years and years and years, man. They've just been in the in the New York area and they've never budged and they've never moved. So that's one of the reasons why I say if KD would have came to New York, it probably and he is in New York because Brooklyn, of course, is New York. And like Coach Luke said, Brooklyn, of course, is New York. And now that they have uh, Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant, they are definitely going to be transcending up, and they will be sniffing around that NBA championship. And so uh, it's a beautiful thing for the Brooklyn Nets. But to answer your question on Instagram, it would have been quite bigger if he would have went to the New York Knicks. And again, I'm not saying that because – I'm a big, big New York Knicks fan. We just got to look at the history of the two teams when you ask me this type of question. And so I'm going to give you the honest answer. It would have been bigger if KD would have won the chip with the New York Knicks as opposed to winning it with the Brooklyn Nets. But again, I sit back and say it doesn't really matter where you win an NBA championship. It's just as big anywhere. But when we talk about these particular two teams in this particular New York area, one's big brother, one's small brother. And so right now, small brother got the advantage. Small brother's hitting the big brother upside the head. And that's what's happening because the Brooklyn Nets are transcending up as we speak. They're really going up and they will be sniffing around that championship. Now, will they be sniffing around that championship this year? I'm not sure. But I do know they have enough talent to make it to the playoffs this year. And then when that bad, bad man um, KD gets in the Brooklyn uniform next year, they'll definitely be sniffing around that NBA championship. So you have to really, really look out for that team starting next year. But you also have to look out for them this year because they're going to be very, very formidable and they're going to be a very, very good team. All right? So that's the answer I have. It would have been bigger if he would have won in a New York Knicks uniform as opposed to a Brooklyn Net uniform. All right? Once again, tap in, baby. Tap in the All Things Basketball Podcast on Instagram. Follow me and I'm going to follow you. Tap in the All Things Basketball Podcast on Facebook. And if you need good training, you know what to do. Leave your information. Hit the email button. Leave your information and I'll get right back to you. Download, share, like, download. Come on, people. All Things Basketball Podcast is for you. Let's go. Well, all right. We've got coming out of the uh, uh, Golden State building. One DeMarcus Cousins. Boogie Cousins, 
All right. He's on a little hiatus. Okay. For the simple fact that I really believe Boogie Cousins wanted to resign with the Golden State Warriors. All right. But the Golden State Warriors have made some, some um, very strong moves. Okay. One of the moves they made was signing Willie Collins Stein from the um, Sacramento Kings. All right. Who he and Willie Collins Stein is an excellent ball player. He's a center. All right. They also re-signed Kevon Looney. All right. And he was on the Golden State Warriors uh, uh, with DeMarcus Cousins last year and played very strong in the finals. And so the Golden State Warriors have two centers on payroll already. And Boogie Cousins is on the outside looking in. I'm pretty sure Boogie Cousins is saying, hey, what happened to me, Golden State? I mean, I just came out there and performed at a high, high level, and you brought in someone from another franchise and signed him and got him ready to go, and you haven't even looked in my direction. Well, a lot of people have a lot of trepidation when it comes to uh, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins as the league knows him. Why? Because he's had a lot, a lot of run-ins with general managers, especially with Vladi Divac in Sacramento. That really got messy. And again, when you have these type of situations with general managers and they become public, I mean, the league starts to look at you like Coach Luke says. The league really starts to look at you. On top of that situation in Sacramento, um, he had uh, several injuries. All right, Rupchi's Achilles. All right, and so a lot of those things have to do with Boogie Cousins not getting an offer sheet or getting a deal in free agency. But Boogie Cousins is a phenomenal talent, a phenomenal talent, and I really believe somewhere along the way in the next couple of weeks, somebody's going to sign DeMarcus Boogie Cousins to a contract. But right now, it doesn't look like the Golden State Warriors is the team that's going to do that. And that's pretty sad. I'll tell you why. Because he really gave his all to the organization. And he also mentioned weeks ago that the Golden State Warriors is an A-class organization and it's the best he's been treated in the NBA. Well, I guess right now, DeMarcus Cousins is feeling a little bit different about the Golden State Warriors. But there's news coming out of the Golden State building that the Los Angeles Lakers are very interested in one Boogie Cousins. And wow, that would be something if the Lakers were able to snatch Boogie Cousins right from under the nose of the Golden State Warriors. Man, would that be something if Boogie Cousins was in the purple and gold. And of course, as we know, they're still pushing for Kawhi Leonard, but they also are looking at Boogie Cousins. And so now Boogie Cousins is in conversations with the Laker Brass, and hey, man, you never know. That would be something. Now, as we know, or as Coach Luke knows, and he would like to tell you guys, Boogie Cousins was Anthony Davis's teammate in New Orleans. And they made the playoffs the one year that they played together. And they also went to the Western um, quarterfinals. And that's that's a beautiful thing. I mean, these two gentlemen played together already. And so they know each other's games. And so what will wind up happening is if you get Boogie Cousins to play the middle and you got AD there and LeBron, man, you're already working with some real serious work with, uh, with Kawhi Leonard on his way. 
but we don't know what Kawhi Leonard's going to do. No one knows just yet, but I'm just thinking about Boogie Cousins landing in a Laker uniform. That in itself would be a phenomenal, phenomenal situation if he landed in a Laker uniform. But what we're understanding is that Boogie Cousins is in communication with the Lakers, and we don't know where that where that will go. But we're going to keep you guys abreast here at All Things Basketball Podcast about that situations with Boogie Cousins. Once again, you know what we got to do, people. We got to pay them bills. And when we start to pay them bills, we got to tap on in. Tap in All Things Basketball Podcast on faith, on on Instagram. Follow me and I'll follow you. Tap in All Things Basketball Podcast on Facebook. And if you need good training, you know what to do. Down, hit the email, hit that email button and leave your information and we'll get right back to you. Download, share, like, download. Come on, people. All Things Basketball Podcast. It's for you. Let's go. And Coach Luke is trying to get a little tongue tied, but it ain't going to happen. <laughs> All right. We got some more news out of that Golden State building. And you know, Coach Luke kind of doesn't like to hear these things, you know, because as you know, Kevin Durant is now a Brooklyn net, but now we're starting to find out a lot of different things that occurred when Kevin Durant was in a Golden State Warriors uniform. Now what's coming out of the Golden State building right now is not too good news as far as KD is concerned. From what I understand now is coming out is that KD, Kevin Durant, and Steve Kerr never got along. They never got along in all of the time that KD was in the Golden State Warriors uniform, all right? And I can remember, just Coach Luke personally can remember, last year. Now, the last two years, Kevin Durant was the finals MVP. Played phenomenal, man. I mean, he was all over the place, defensively and offensively. And Kevin Durant really did his thing in the finals, both years, last year and the year before. And so he was the um, the finals MVP both seasons. But Coach Luke can remember last year when Steve Kerr hit the podium to hoist the Larry O'Brien trophy, all right, after they won the championship, Coach Luke can remember Steve Kerr mentioning everybody from Steph Curry to Clay Thompson to Draymond Green, even Andre Iguodala, but he didn't really mention Kevin Durant on that podium. And I found that to be weird, that the MVP, the guy that really helped you win the championship the last two years, you couldn't even find the time to congratulate him and as like you congratulated the rest of the players. Well, I'll tell you, as a coach, as, co as a coach myself, I don't just, if I win a championship, I won't just mention the major players. I'll mention everybody on the on the sideline, the players that played two minutes or the players that played 35 minutes, as well as the coaching staff and the trainers because everybody deserves the victory. Everybody, not just the head coach, not just the players that play the most, but everybody wins when the team wins the championship. And so I found it kind of weird that Steve Kerr would not even mention the finals MVP, Kevin Durant, as far as congratulating him on a job well done. And so I could remember that 
vividly. Of course, All Things Basketball Podcast was not on the air at that time, but I'll tell you what, it really drew Coach Luke's attention to the TV and how Steve Kerr operates. Now, Steve Kerr is an excellent, excellent coach, all right? But as far as him and KD not getting along, it was evident to Coach Luke at that point that they didn't get along. So this news coming out right now is not too much a surprise to me, but it's probably a surprise to most people that Kevin Durant and Coach Steve Kerr never got along, all right? And and uh, the other thing is that KD never felt appreciated and never felt that he got his just due while he was in the Golden State Warrior uniform. Well, I tell you what. When Kevin Durant left Oklahoma City and he was on his way to the Golden State Warriors, he should not have been fooled to believe that he was going to get his just due and take over the team in Golden State. Because like Coach Luke always said, you have to remember whose team that is. That team will always be Steph Curry's team. The Golden State Warriors will always be Steph Curry's team. And I think walking in Kevin Durant should have understood that. But I tell you what, this is not uh, new news to Coach Luke, but it's news that has to be brought to the All Things Basketball podcast table that Steve Kerr and, and Kevin Durant never really got along. And I tell you what, you know, we also saw during this season that Kevin Durant and Draymond Green didn't quite get along. They got into something during a game this season, all right? And they had to be separated. It got so heated. And so, you know, Draymond Green and Kevin Durant weren't the best of friends at the end of the day. And I tell you what, the media talked about that situation for a couple of weeks. But I tell you, the cooler heads prevailed and the Golden State Warriors continued to have their winning ways. But now we're starting to find out that there was a lot of dysfunction as far as um, the Golden State Warriors were concerned. And and coming from a comment from Sean Livingston, he thanked Steve Kerr for keeping the team together as well as he did this season, all right, so that they could, could win and continue to win and transcend up to the championship. So there was probably a lot of dissension in that Golden State locker room, but they did a great, great job of keeping it hush-hush. All right? So that's what was going on in the Golden State locker room. And it's funny how these things come out when a player leaves the nest, so to speak, and heads out on his own, and which KD has left, and now he's a Brooklyn net. Well, all right. Coming out of that Clipper building. Wow. The Clippers do not want to be left empty-handed. The Los Angeles Clippers don't want to be left empty-handed. And of course, I know we're talking about that bad, bad man, Kawhi Leonard right now, all right? And it's between the Los Angeles Clippers, the um, Toronto Raptors, and the Los Angeles Lakers. Well, I think the Clippers are panicking a little bit. I think they need to pump the brakes because Kawhi has not made a decision. And like I said, like Coach Luke said before, Kawhi is a very stoic person, and he really takes his times with decisions. And kudos to Kawhi Leonard. I mean, he's made a lot of great moves with this same model, being very quiet, 
not talking to the media, going out in the best way possible and making the best decision for him and his career. And so it's a wonderful, wonderful thing the way Kawhi Leonard handles his business. But I think the Los Angeles Clippers are getting a little nervous because now a lot of people are saying it's a two-horse race. And the two-horse race that they're talking about is the Toronto Raptors and the Los Angeles Lakers. But I don't think so. I think it's still a three-horse race. I don't believe that, that you know, the meeting that, that Doc Rivers and Jerry West and Steve Ballman, who's an excellent, excellent owner, and Jerry West, of course, we know he's the logo, and Doc Rivers is the best coach in the game. They had a great, great uh, conversation with Kawhi Leonard that lasted about two hours. And so, I mean, I think they're still in the running. I really do. I think the Clippers are still in the running, even though the media is not talking about the Clippers much, all right? And the media seems to feel that it's either Toronto or the Lakers. Coach Luke doesn't feel that way because, again, like I said, Kawhi Leonard is a very, very quiet person, all right? And you'll be surprised, I mean. But then again, you know, the Clippers have went this whole road with wanting Kawhi Leonard in a Clipper uniform. They actually tried to get him before he went to Toronto. And so the Clippers have been on a year-long pursuit of one Kawhi Leonard, and they're still trying to pursue him in the best way possible. But I believe they still have an opportunity for him to go to the Los Angeles Clippers. I just think that they're listening to the whispers, and it's starting to bother them. And, you know, that's how it is sometimes in the NBA. You start hearing different whispers, and it starts to bother you. But I think the Clippers are in a good position, and I think they've got just as good a chance of landing Kawhi Leonard as anybody else. But that's news out of the Los Angeles Clippers building, that they're getting a little worried and that they don't want to leave free agency empty-handed. Well, I'll tell you, L.A. Clippers, man, there's a lot of teams that left free agency empty-handed, man. There's a whole lot of teams that left free agency empty-handed. You better believe that, okay? Once again, tap into All Things Basketball Podcast on Instagram. Follow me and I'm going to follow you. Tap into All Things Basketball Podcast on Facebook. And if you need good training, you know what to do. Hit the email button, leave your information, and we'll get right back to you. Download, share, like, download. Come on, people, All Things Basketball Podcast. It's for you. Let's go. All right. We've got news out of the Cleveland Cavalier building. Kevin Love, strong veteran right there, man. Kevin Love can really play some ball. Now, he's been injury riddled for the last five years. I tell you that. He's had a lot of injuries. A lot of injuries. But when Kevin Love is healthy, he can ball, man. He can ball, and he can rebound that basketball, man. Now, is Kevin Love the player that was uh, uh, cleaning up the backboards in Minnesota? No, he's not. But he's still an excellent ball player, all right? And he also won a championship or helped win a championship with one King James, all right, and Kyrie Irving in Cleveland. So they've won a championship in Cleveland, and Kevin Love was a big, big part of that, all right? But see, here coming out of the Cleveland area, Kevin Love is looking at a rebuilding situation with a lot of young nucleus in Cleveland, and he's citing 
that he believes it's time for him to move on. And so he's asking for the uh, Cleveland Brass to find a good place for him to continue his career. Now, of course, that's going to be harder said than done. It's going to be harder said than done. Why? Because you have a lot of money on the table for the next two years concerning Kevin Love. And, of course, see, what winds up happening is when general managers and teams per se realize that you're injury prone, they, they, they shy away from you a little bit. Because if they have to spend 15 to $20 million on you, they want you on the floor. They really don't want to pay you while you're sitting. All right. And that's the thing that's going on with Kevin Love. But the thing about that is, is I believe the Cleveland Cavaliers can find a place in the league where, where Kevin Love can continue his career. Because again, the Cleveland Cavaliers are a rebuilding team. They're a young team. They're starting from scratch. And sometimes veterans like Kevin Love don't want to sit around or don't want to help uh, the youthful players advance because, remember, Kevin Love still has a lot of basketball left in him. He really has a lot of basketball left in him, and he wants to showcase his ability. Now, I really believe Kevin Love is throwing hints out there, all right, to like uh, either the Clippers or the Lakers because, again, like I once said before, Kawhi Leonard is a Southern California boy, but Kevin Love is also from Cali. And so he probably wants to, on the intel of his career, get back closer to home, somewhere, uh, you know, Golden State, uh, the Clippers, the Lakers, Sacramento. And he's more closer to Sacramento was where he was raised at, Northern California. So I think Kevin Love is looking at that L.A. area, per se, or that California area, per se. But again, with the new collective bargaining agreement, Kevin Love really can't mention things like that. But he's just hinting around the bush that it's time for him to leave the Cleveland building. And so hopefully the Cleveland Cavaliers see the writing on the wall with Kevin Love and try to move him to a situation that's more amicable for him as well as just as amicable for the Cleveland Cavaliers, all right? They have a new coach. They have a new nucleus. They just hired, uh, They just drafted, excuse me, Darius Garland. They got Colin Sexton. They've got a young, young team, people. And so I can understand Kevin Love's feelings in that situation. He's ready to move forward to another team right now. And so that's what's going on in the Cleveland building. Once again, Tap in All Things Basketball Podcast on Instagram. Follow me and I'm going to follow you. Tap in All Things Basketball Podcast on Facebook. And if you need good training, you know what to do. Hit that email button, leave your information, and we'll get right back to you. Download, share, like, download. Come on, people. All Things Basketball Podcast is for you. Let's go. Well, all right. Y'all know Coach Luke loved that WNBA, baby. We just love that WNBA. Come on, Liberty. We want to do a live show, Liberty. I know you're listening. I know you're listening. You got a few players on the team that listen to All Things Basketball Podcast, and I'm hoping that they go upstairs and say, hey, man, Coach Luke really wants to do a show either at the Garden or up in Westchester. We know you split your home games, all right? Let's go, Liberty. <laughs> but then 
Here we go with the, um, the WNBA recap. Let's get into that. All right. We had two games. All right. The Las Vegas Ace, 90. All right. And the Chicago Sky, 82. Man, Liz Cabbage went to work, man. Jackie Young, Asia Wilson. But Liz Cabbage is phenomenal, man. She's been playing pro ball since she was 15 years old in Australia, man. She's real. She's real. And, and I'm telling you, the, the, the down low game and the footwork is phenomenal. Liz Cabbage is doing her thing right now. But Jackie Young is coming of age. Of course, she was the number one pick. And yo, man, the Las Vegas Ace is serious. You're going to have to watch them moving forward, all right? But the Las Vegas Ace beat the Chicago Sky 90-82, all right? And then we had the Minnesota Link against the Atlanta Dream. The Minnesota Link, 85, and the Atlanta Dream, 68. Wow, that was a little lopsided right there. Minnesota Link, like I said in my last podcast, they're balling, man. They're balling. So that was the NBW, excuse me, the WNBA recap for today. All right. Sticking with the WNBA, we have a short form of the, the leading scorers in the WNBA just this far. We've got a short form and five players, or actually, one, two, five players of the top scorers in the WNBA. Number one is Elena Daladon. Number two is Brittany Griner. Number three is Sylvia Files. And number four is Jacqueline Jones. And so you got a lot of good players in the WNBA that's really performing at a high, high level. Well, all right. Whoa, listen here, All Things Basketball Podcast. Now, I'm going to tell you something. Coach Luke is a coach, and he just loves the training questions, loves the training questions. But I'll tell you what, for the last three weeks, we haven't had any training questions, but we got one now, and Coach Luke is very excited. i tell you what, I always love helping young ballers advance their game whether it be training them or verbally talking to them about what's going on with their game. Now, this young lady, wow, is out of the South Carolina area, all right? 14 years old, okay, and on the varsity team for her school. Isn't this something? So, young lady, you're 14 years old, and you're on the varsity. You must be a phenomenal player. You're probably in probably ninth grade, and you're playing with 12th graders. Wow, and 11th graders and 10th graders. That's a wonderful, wonderful achievement. Kudos to you. But now you're asking Coach Luke, how can you get stronger uh, on the basketball court? Well, you're very young. And so I'm pretty sure you haven't stopped growing. You haven't stopped growing at all. And you're going to get stronger the more you grow. But Coach Luke is going to try to help you as best as possible. Now, at 14 and you're a young lady, I don't advise any weight training. All right? I see you're writing about weight training. No. Please, young lady, stay away from the weights right now. You're not in any age group for weights. That's just my opinion. All right. You're coming to me and I love it. I love it. Love it. But stay away from weights, young lady. 
All right. What you need is to work on your core. Okay. And I'll go to a sporting goods place and get a resistance band. All right. And a lot of the times when you get a resistance band on the back of the pack, there's all kind of different resistant exercises that you could get into. And so you get your resistance band and you use that every day. And again, there, there, you can go online and get, uh, exercises, but most of the time, you know, cause I even own a resistance band. When you get it, there's exercises that you could do on the back of the, on the back of the package that you buy the uh, resistance band in. And so you do those exercises, right? Young lady. All right. Also do about four or five planks a day. That should be good. Not too many. Cause again, you're young. You're 14. You're still growing. So you do about four or five planks. Okay. Young lady. All right. And then you go and you do female push-ups. Give yourself about, do about 25 of those a day. All right. And you should, you should not even worry about getting stronger because you're still growing. But if you do those things, they'll help you along the way as far as getting stronger on the basketball court, young lady. And I really, really appreciate this. Man, you made Coach Luke Day because we haven't had any training questions lately, but we got one tonight. You made my weekend. I appreciate it. And I hope I helped you very well, young lady. All right. You have a good um, weekend and, and get on to those planks and those female push-ups. All right. Thank you. Have a good, good night. All right. Man, you guys know Coach Luke love those training questions. Just love them, love them, love them. Well, all right. Oh, tap in, baby. You know what it is. We got to pay the bills, man. Tap in. Tap in All Things Basketball Podcast on Instagram. Follow me and I'm going to follow you. Tap in All Things Basketball Podcast on Facebook. And if you need good training, you know what to do. Hit the email button, leave your information, and I'll get right back to you. Download, share, like, download. Come on, people. All Things Basketball Podcast is for you. Let's go. Well, all right. Boy, I love those training questions. Coming out of the Brooklyn area. Excuse me, people. Coming out of the Brooklyn area. Brooklyn is sold out until mid-February. Well, you know why they're sold out. They're sold out because KD and Kyrie are in the area, man. And I'm going to tell you, they're, they're transcending up the Brooklyn Nets right now. And I'm telling you, that's phenomenal. They're already sold out to the middle of February. So I tell you, you Brooklyn Net fans, you better jump on it. You better get your tickets. Well, you can't get any tickets until the end of February. But February, March, April, that's the end of the season. That's the end of the season. Now, I'll tell you what, that surprises Coach Luke because I thought once KD got in the uniform that they would sell out ne- the following year, not next year. But I'll tell you what, they're selling out this year. Now, of course, they're going to be a very good team this year. They're going to make the playoffs this year. Will they win the championship or get anywhere close to it? I don't think so. Not without KD in there. But I tell you what, they're going to make the playoffs. They're going to be in the top eight teams. So they're going to be a strong contender. 
But now next season, not this one coming up, next season, you're going to have to watch the Brooklyn Nets because they're going to be sniffing around the championship. They're going to be sniffing all around that championship because they're transcending up, man. They really did their thing in free agency with those two blue chippers, man. And so not this season, but the following season, you're really going to have to watch them because they might have an opportunity to hoist that trophy. I'll tell you that right now. And so, yes, news out of the Brooklyn area is that the team has sold out all of their games up to the end or mid-February is what's on my paperwork. The Brooklyn Nets have sold out up to mid-February. And so that's a wonderful thing for Brooklyn, man. Like I said, like Coach Luke said, they're transcending up, baby. All right? And so it's a wonderful thing for the fan base of the Brooklyn Nets. It's a wonderful thing for the organization. They're really moving forward right now. And I know a lot of Brooklyn fans can't wait to see the new-look Brooklyn Nets in the building. It's just going to be a wonderful, wonderful thing for the Brooklyn Nets, man. They are moving forward, and it's great to see that in the New York area, you got a couple of teams that's going to be battling it out, baby. It's going to be a tough thing, man, especially when the Knicks and the Nets meet up. And they meet up, I believe, five times a year. It's going to be phenomenal, man. It's going to be a phenomenal situation to watch. But I tell you, the Brooklyn Nets are transcending up, and it's a beautiful, beautiful thing. Well, all right. We got news, man. The Philadelphia 76ers are very, very confident moving forward into this season. With the addition of Al Horford, man, you got to believe, you got to understand that the Philadelphia 76ers are not going to be playing in this upcoming season. And they're one of the strongest teams in the East. All right, we've been talking about Boston. We've been talking about Brooklyn. And guess what? The 76ers are saying, hello, people. We went to the semifinals, and we're ready to perform again. And we're a lot stronger this season. We're a whole lot stronger. And you better look out for us because we're on the rise, too. Everybody else is on the rise in the East. But guess what? The Philadelphia 76ers need to be reckoned with because I'm going to tell you, with Joel Embiid, all right, Tobias Harris, Eli, you got to pull, of course, and you got Ben Simmons, all right, and you got Al Horford, all right, you got a good nucleus right there, and those guys are going to come out and perform at a high, high level, and so you better watch the uh, Philadelphia 76ers moving forward. I mean, we, like I said, like Coach Luke said, we're really not talking about them a lot, but they're a team to be reckoned with in the Eastern Conference. They're just as strong as any other team, all right? Now, the only thing that could kind of put them a little bit aback is if that bad, bad man Kawhi Leonard decided to go back to Toronto. Because I'm going to tell you what, if he goes back to Toronto, then, of course, Toronto is clearly the favorite in the East. Clearly the favorite in the East. And I don't care what uh, Milwaukee does. Toronto will be the favorite if Kawhi Leonard goes back to the Toronto Raptors. And so the only thing that is in Philadelphia's way as far as being one of the strongest contenders is something like that happening. But if Kawhi goes west, then it's an open ballpark in the east, baby. It's an open ballpark in the east, all right? And um, 
Philadelphia is in it just like anybody else. They're just as strong as anybody else in the East. And so the East is really evening out. What's going on in the Eastern Conference is that a lot of teams have uh, stepped up. And there are teams that weren't in that position last year that are now in that position, as well as the top four teams that have always been strong, which is Philadelphia, Toronto, Milwaukee, and Boston. And so now you have teams like Brooklyn jumping in there, Indiana jumping in there. So that's five teams already that's going to move very strong in the upcoming season as far as the Eastern Conference is concerned. And so the Eastern Conference the parity in the Eastern Conference is very, very strong right now. And what they're doing in the Eastern Conference is excellent. And so you got five or six good teams. But well, we kind of got off. Philadelphia is very, very excited about their chances of jumping in to that fray and knocking down the Eastern Conference and representing the Eastern Conference. They really feel like they got enough in the tank right now with the new additions that they have that they will win the Eastern Conference. So that's the news coming out of the Philadelphia area. The Philadelphia 76ers believe that they have just as good a chance as anybody else to win the East. All right. Once again, tap in. Tap into All Things Basketball Podcast on Instagram. Follow me and I'm going to follow you. Tap into All Things Basketball Podcast on Facebook. And if you need good training, you know what to do. Hit that email button, leave your information, and I'll get right back to you. Download, share, like, download. Come on, people. All Things Basketball Podcast. It's for you. Let's go. Well, all right. The name of the episode, people. The name of the episode. And of course, episode 27, Summer League. Wow, what a time. What a time, Summer League, people. I'm going to tell you right now, Coach Luke is very excited about what's on the horizon for these young ballers right now. All right? Now, they're all out there giving their all, playing hard, doing their thing, man. And I'm going to tell you what, hey, you can't beat it. It's an excellent, excellent time for all of the basketball players, all of the young players that's going out there. And of course, the NBA knows what they're doing. All right. The W, I mean, excuse me, the NBA knows what they're doing. All right. Because the marquee game, all right, is the New Orleans Pelican rookies against the New York Knicks rookies. All right. Um, Zion Williamson against RJ Barrett. Best friends. But tonight, they're going to put it all on the line and go at it against each other. And you got a lot of great Summer League games. I think they started at 3 o'clock today. So you know how Coach Luke does it. I have to glimpse and check it out here and there because I got to get all the paperwork ready so that I can get in front of the microphone and in the studio to get to you guys. But at least I get a glimpse here and there and I can see a few things. And I might even, you know, copy it so that I can watch it at a later time, you know, record it rather and watch it at a later time. But um, tonight, getting back to it, tonight it's the Pelican rookies against the Knicks rookies. And I'm going to tell you, it's going to be a bomb burner, people. 
It's going to be an excellent, excellent game, man. And you got R.J. Barrett. He's given his first showcase in a Nick uniform. And then you got Zion Williamson. He's giving his all in a Pelican uniform. And they'll be going at it tonight. But I also want to see Mitchell Robinson, Alonzo Trier, Dennis Smith. You got a lot of guys coming out, man. A lot of guys that's not rookies that's going to be participating on the on the on the Pelican side. Jackson Hayes, all right? Lonzo Ball, from what I'm understanding, Lonzo Ball's coming out there. But he might not come out there. That that might be a rumor. Lonzo Ball's a vet. But some of the vets who want to play and stay involved do come out there. So that might not, I mean, Coach Luke is saying Lonzo Ball might not come out there. But he might show up. He might show up, you know? Josh Hart, they're saying he might show up. So there's players on both sides that that have, are not rookies that will perform at a high, high level. You just got to stay tuned, man. I'm going to tell you. And so the Vegas Summer League is the biggest summer league. Of course, you got the Utah Summer League. You got the Orlando Summer League. You got the Sacramento Summer League, okay? But the Vegas Summer League at the MGM Grand is the creme de la creme, baby. It's the biggest one, all right? And so... All of the other teams that's in the other summer leagues are clamoring to get into that league. Now, all of the teams won't get into the Vegas Summer League, but I tell you what, the teams that do get into the Vegas Summer League, it's a privilege, man. It's a privilege to perform at the MGM Grand, man, and everybody comes out, all right? People from all over California and Vegas and beyond come to the Vegas Summer League. It's a very, very phenomenal time, and it's an excellent time for people who love basketball. I tell you that. If you love the game of basketball, then you love the Vegas Summer League, and that's what's going on, man. All right? You got the Atlanta rookies. I don't know if my main man, Cam Reddish, going to be out there. I'm not sure because, again, Cam Reddish had a little surgery happening on um separated rib cage. So I don't know if Cam Reddish is going to play. But Atlanta is also a team that we didn't talk about that is transcending up via the draft. Atlanta is an excellent team. And so they've got some rookies that's going to come out there too. I would sure hope to see Cam Reddish, but I'm not sure if you'll see him. All right? Maybe you will. Because Cam Reddish is a baller, people. Cam Reddish really knows how to ball, man. He's a knockdown shooter. And don't be surprised if you're talking about Cam Reddish for Rookie of the Year. Everybody's talking about Zion Williamson and R.J. Barrett. And he kind of got mixed in the shuffle when he was at Duke. But don't be surprised if Cam Reddish comes up and sneaks up on everybody and might get that Rookie of the Year. Do not be surprised, people. I'm going to tell you that right now. Don't be surprised. But again, we kind of got off. The Vegas Summer League is starting. It started today. It started at 3.30 today, and it will run all the way to midnight. If you're not watching it, you can turn it on right now, all right, and check it out because it's, it's running all day long. It's running all day long. And so, hey, give it a good look. You're going to see a lot of young ballers, and it's going to be a wonderful, wonderful thing. I'll tell you that. Well, we're going to pay the bills one more time, and I'm going to leave you alone for the weekend, people. Once again, tap in, baby. 
Tap in All Things Basketball Podcast on Instagram. Follow me and I'm going to follow you. Tap in All Things Basketball Podcast on Facebook. And if you need good training, you know what to do. Hit that email button, leave your information, and I'll get right back to you. Download, share, like, download. Come on, people. All Things Basketball Podcast is for you. Let's go. All right. Well, episode 27. Man, we're moving, people. We're moving, all right? All Things Basketball Podcast, transcending up. We're moving. And I'd like to thank my staff, man. I got an excellent staff, man. And they help me every day, every single day. My staff is A1, man. All Things Basketball Podcast staff is number one, all right? And they help Coach Luke every day to present you guys with the greatest show that we can give you, all right? And we do the best we can. I'd like to thank all my listeners, everybody that downloads, shares, everybody that I hit up on the gram, Everybody hit me back up on the gram with all the support, all the support. Everybody on Facebook. I can't forget Facebook now. Everybody on Facebook that gives all of the support, all right? And I hope everybody has an excellent weekend, all right? I'll see you Monday, 7 o'clock sharp. The show must go on, all right? Good night. God bless.